Okay, so we were discussing about the elevation that the world has on Shabbos and how that elevation is uh, connected to the various prayers that we say on Friday night. Which literally means Hashem finished creating the world on the seventh day. But we explained means all the concealments of Shem Elikim are finished on Friday. And instead, Hashem tells us to sing to Hashem to Yukivavke, because on Shabbos is an elevation of the world to its source. And now we're going to explain a little bit better or deeper this elevation. To explain better this, to explain really well this elevation and how this elevation is revealed through Torah and Tefillah. We explain that through Torah we cause the light of Hashem to descend from above to below and through Tefillah we cause an elevation from below to above. We cause God's light to descend through Torah and cause the world to be elevated through davening. If you remember, we, we, last week we learned about two levels of Hashem's unity. One level of unity is Yehudi, a higher level of unity. That's how the perspective, how things are from Hashem's essence, how all there is is Him. And that is revealed through Torah, because Torah is the wisdom of Hashem. And so when you learn Torah, He is just revealing in this world the truth of Hashem, the way it is, the way it is from Hashem's perspective. As opposed to davening, davening and mitzvahs in general, they're about the world being elevated from below to above. They reveal Yehudah that taught the lower level of unity. The lower level of unity is how the perceived reality that the world has its own uh, existence on its own, it doesn't have, it's not connected to the divine source. Yehudah taught means that everything in the world has a divine source. Yehudah is that all there is is him. And Yehudata is a perspective of how everything in the world has a divine source and its all existence is only because of the word of Hashem. So Torah reveals Yehudata Ilah. Torah is the wisdom of Hashem. Teira, by learning Torah we reveal the, the truth, how it is, so to speak, from Hashem's perspective. And Tefillah causes an elevation of the world to connect to Yehudata to reveal how uh, the world is not a separate entity, and all it is is the word of Hashem which makes an existence. We're on page 158, the second column, in the new paragraph. So, Gemara says, Talmud Torah is equal to all mitzvahs combined, including davening. Torah surpasses davening. Torah is equal to all mitzvahs plus davening. And yet, despite how great Torah study is, the halacha is that before you learn, before you daven, you're not allowed to eat. Before you learn Torah, you are allowed to eat. So you see this advantage in davening over Torah. Torah says, the Gemara says, you cannot begin your day, you can't begin to daven, so you can't begin to eat till you daven. But you could uh, begin to eat before you learn. So it shows that that indicates that davening is more important than Torah. 
answer for this is a person is a small world. Torah Hashem put the whole world in the heart of a person. Whatever exists in the world exists also in every single Jew. Just like in the world, there is day and night. And during the day, there is light. And when there's no light, then there's nighttime. That's how it is by every person. There is a situation of revelation and light, and the situation of darkness and concealment. Because a person is a small world. It says in the Pasuk, even when I sit in darkness, 158, even when I sit in darkness, Hashem is a light for me. Even in this physical world, even the place of darkness and the place of concealment for godliness, there's Hashem is still a light for me. Hashem may be Israel. God shines in the Jewish people, even in a situation, God shines to a Jew, even in, in this world which conceals godliness. So we see that a person is in a situation. The person could be in a state of darkness, concealment, uh, when godliness is not revealed. And a person is, is what's light mean? Light means when godliness is revealed. So that's the meaning of light and darkness in human being. When the neshama is felt, you feel your neshama. So then that's daytime. When your neshama is not filled, you don't feel your neshama, that's nighttime. Lochem belayla. You ever aware of that? You aware of who's observing what's going on in your life? I'm you, just thinking of uh, Jewish guilt. When you feel that Jewish guilt, is that your neshama shining? Or it's like, oh, what did you just do? Or is that just stam guilt? It's uh, neshama shining, but it's filtered through a Jewish animal soul, too. Anyway, so, so when neshama is revealed, that's daytime. Hashem is concealed. That's nighttime. When, when, when there's a perek tanya in your consciousness, that's more like a revelation of Hashem. Nighttime, a person sleeps. So his spiritual, the spiritual state of darkness is similar to sleep. Just like when you sleep, your neshama goes up to heaven to get new energy, and that's why it says that sleep is a sixtieth of death. death. And the body is in a state of spiritual darkness, doesn't have the neshama. When you wake up, your neshama returns to your body. Your neshama only returns to your nostrils, doesn't spread to the whole body. At night, when your neshama ascends in the body, so the, the corporality of the body starts to dominate the uh, small world of man. The, bo- the body's gash, the grubkite of the body starts to, to take over. Because w- when you're sleeping, the body doesn't have any revelation of the neshama. During the day, when your neshama shines, so the body cannot dominate because the neshama is shining. And therefore, when your neshama goes back in the, into the body in the morning, it doesn't completely shine, can't pl- completely illuminate the body because the body's yeshness, the body's grubkite, the body's uh, coarseness prevents it because the body has has uh, resumed its home court advantage over the neshama, and uh, what do you need to do? To make, take the neshama, then shine into your body. It just stays in your nostrils. In order that the body should not return to nothingness, 
Hashem creates and gives back to the body the neshama every morning. As it says in the Pasuk, Hashem is called Nemon, Hashem is called faithful to give our neshama back to us every morning with new energy. Pirush, we say in Davening how Hashem renews the world every day. He renews creation every day. What's the meaning of the word Bereshis? He renews Maise Bereshis, the work of creation, the work of Genesis. He renews Bereshis, who bought us Yesh. The reason why Hashem renews creation every single day. Because the word Bereshis comes to the word Boros Yesh. He creates Yesh. Since Hashem causes the body to, to stay in existence, to be a Yesh, and not to revert to the nothingness state that it was before creation, so Hashem constantly is the meaning of Hashem renewing the, the world constantly in the small world, that is, man means that Hashem gives us back our Neshama every morning. And through Hashem giving back the Neshama, Boros Yesh, so the body now exists, it doesn't, the body will not decay and revert to nothingness. Ach, but despite the fact that Hashem gives us back the Neshama, because the body is so fagreb, so, so coarse, so since the Neshama is not shining so much during the night, you're unable to receive light of the Neshama in the morning. Only a tiny bit of the Shem can shine in the morning, which is called in the Gemara nostrils. It doesn't, the body is not, is not yet a, a proper vessel to receive light of the Shem. That means the Neshama cannot be revealed in your heart and your body because of the coarseness of the body. Why not? So what, do you, what do you need to do to regain your, your, the, the uh, advantage of the Neshama over body? How do you let the Neshama shine? and leave your nostrils and to extend and to be shining the rest of the body. The problem is, the reason why things are the way they are when you wake up is because you haven't yet davened. When you daven, you nullify your will to the to supernal will Hashem. You give yourself over to That's what davening is. You give yourself over to Hashem. Your desire is the source of all your feelings. Desire is the vitality of all feelings. It makes feelings stay and be the way, the way they are. You, you, what you want affects how you feel about everything. So what does davening mean? When you give your will over to Hashem, that's really Mesiris Nefesh. The main energy of the body comes from the blood. The blood is called the soul in the table. What's the soul? The soul is the desire. As Gemara says, nafshi, I don't like this people. The words of the Torah uses that my soul is not for this people. Desire and soul are connected. What is desire? Desire is your soul is drawn in a certain direction. The, the Ratzin is amshachas nefesh. Your desire for something is the way your soul is drawn. That's why the word Ratzin in the same letters as the word sinner, pipe. Because the entire person is filtered by their desire. They, they're all directed. They go, so to speak, in that pipe of where their desire is. So by a person giving his will over to Hashem in davening every day, that means he's giving over also his blood, he's giving over also his body, so his whole body becomes a vessel to receive the light of the Neshama. Because when he gets up to the part of davening, he gives him serious nefesh, my Yisrael, 
So now his corporality of the body has been nullified, and uh, it's 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 now a vessel for the, for for uh, Hashem's light. Mashen kinat fila he. Perhaps, but it also means the people who do daven, if they don't daven, when the Ayatar is saying, the Nisham doesn't shine in them. Doesn't daven with Shir's Nefesh, daven with Gish, giving yourself over to Hashem. Um, the Rizal says that you have to say Baruch for Nisham to, 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 to uh, come into you. I wonder how that connects to what Al-Tareb is saying about the Shir's Nefesh. You should say Baruch He's not yeah. putting tefillin on. He's most likely not davening, which means that his neshama yeah. isn't fully vested within. It. it all takes his power for within. Okay, so so that that's the kabbalistic answer. Say baruchu, but the other is telling us that it's not just the baruchu. It's it's the, it's the soul of the baruchu. What's the soul of the baruchu? It's not the idea of 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 uh, nefesh is making neshama shine. That's what Hashem came at tefillah. He had dying akpapa before you daven. Your neshama is only in your nostril. It's not revealed in your heart. When your neshama is not yet revealed in your whole being, it's only in your nostrils, you cannot feel and sense godliness. Because your neshama is only in your mind, it's only in, in, your, in your intellect. And therefore, as soon as you get up, what do you say? Say, What's Meidani mean? You only acknowledge Hashem intellectually. That means it's, it's, it's something that, that you know is true, but it's not yet in your feelings, it's not yet this this recognition, this this underst- it doesn't doesn't yet permeate the way you think. Because when you get up in the morning, the neshama is only present in your mind, and therefore only in your mind you recognize Hashem. But you continue davening and give yourself over to Hashem, then the neshama is able to, 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 to be in your heart. It has to do with the mysterious nefesh, how deeply you give yourself over to Hashem. That's the meaning of the pasuk. It says in the pasuk, "Do be wary." of the man whose soul is in his nostrils, because what importance does he have? The Gemara says, don't read the words to say what importance does he have. Rather, say, read it as Bama. He is considered an altar to idol worship. Until he is davened, if the Shem is still in his nostrils, he chidluchem, separate yourself. From this person, separate yourself from this person whose soul is only in his nostrils. That his neshama cannot extend to his body into his into the rest of his uh, limbs. But by, by the way, we answered another question you asked before. Um, what does it mean? Neshama is shining. Now we know what it means. Neshama shining means you're in a state of mysterious nefesh. State of, when you, instead of devotion to Hashem, that's that's neshama shining. You could your you could go all day with your nose with your soul stuck in your nostrils. Go years. Even if you daven. Years. Well, I mean, yeah. Why is it called an a, a altar to idol worship? Because what's a bama? A bama is a place of why this person is an idol. His yeshus, his sense of self, uh, is, is felt. Just just like an altar is something that sticks out, it's raised a platform from the ground. Cain boy, so also this person, he's a raised platform, he's a separate entity. When the Shem is not shining in the body, so a person is not nullified at all. And although he intellectually can recognize Hashem, but it doesn't affect him, it doesn't touch him. He is very distant, like something you understand intellectually, but it's not something which has any connection to you personally. Like, for example, you could see. 
person going to acknowledge that the Abish exists and he believes in Hashem, but at, at, at that very moment he's still doing Averis because it's just intellectual acknowledgement, it doesn't affect him. You have to bring it into your heart. So the Torah says, stay away from this person. Who is this? He, who is a raised platform to idolatry? He's no bittel to Hashem. He's no, the Shem doesn't shine. And it's not good to, uh, to learn from this person. That's why it's forbidden to eat before davening. Why is it forbidden to eat before davening? Because uh, is don't eat on the blood, which means don't daven until you've prayed for your blood, for your lives. If you eat when your shama hasn't yet shined into your body, so you're strengthening the corporality of the body. Because food is physical, and its nature is to strengthen the corporality of the body. And so by, by eating before davening, you're, you're, you're giving uh, more koyach, more power to the grub kind of the body. And even after you, you, um, after you daven, you're still, you're still left with the body being, being dominant. But uh, before the lantera, if a person's davening already, and the shaman's ready to start, start, start to shine, <coughs> he's allowed to, he's allowed to, he's allowed to eat. Because there's no worry that the food will affect the corporality of his body in a way that will, that will ruin his day. But before you daven, there says not to eat. Why don't you eat before davening? Because you need to have your neshama shining in order to be able to elevate the food instead of the food bring you down. We'll stop here.